Get after it podcast number nine. Mm, that was that was the best opening we've had right there, Joe. And you owned it. Thanks, man. I was just thinking about why don't we have something prepared? Like get after it podcast number this coming at you. This is Brian and Joe's uh, stuff playground <laughs> uh, zone. We're we're gonna we're gonna knock that high pitched laugh I just did. Yeah, it was it was like my version of a snort. It was heap. Oh, that was bad. Oh, so all of my favorite podcasts, and maybe that's something that we'll have to do at one point is like share our favorite podcasts with other people. One of them is Remy Warren, and he does called Closing the Distance. And this guy's a really popular archer hunter. Okay. And he does closing the distance. He talks about these hunting tactics and he does these little personal stories in his life of hunting things. And he's like, okay, now we're going to teach you how to do this thing. Every single one of his shows starts off with the, the same like nice pre-recorded introduction. Oh. And you, and you just feel so at home and welcome. So we're definitely going to have to work on that. We're going to have to know like, yeah, this is Joe and Brian. We're getting after it. You're getting after it too. You know, we, I don't know. We, we want to set the tone. Yeah, we do. We want to set the tone. We don't, so. we don't want people to think we're messing around here. We're getting after things. Like, we are. With seriousness. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and and so we announced uh, just a podcast or two ago that we're now putting out two podcasts a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. With that, Tuesdays are our interview days where we bring in a guest and we talk about what they've gotten after. And then Thursdays are the what we got after podcast and that's joe and brian getting after what we got after and yeah and then maybe just noticing things that we missed and go oh you notice that we said that and messed that part up that's so yeah just you know what we got after the it that was gotten after and then all the things that we missed when we were getting it you know yeah making corrections getting things as as close to right as we possibly can so like next week yeah or i'm sorry this is coming out tuesday and so this Thursday, this next podcast, we're going to talk about the Missouri River Diner oh, because yeah. Joe has more information. Oh. And so if you if you remember, this is the one where we had the free ribs come around and yeah. we ate the delicious Korean food. Well, Joe has some history on it that he's going to share in the next podcast. Yeah. No tidbits right now no, at all. No tidbits. Because I, I, I just, I got like the, the story and it was just like, that's why I said in the 90s sometime when I sent you the message, because I couldn't remember. I was like trying to like text you so quickly because she gave me the story like so quickly. Right. <laughs> and, right. and you know, I was like, I didn't, she seemed busy and I didn't want her to like, oh, can you repeat that? And so I kind of just gave you the gist, but it's really interesting. It is. It's a, cl- and so now we're just going to leave that cliffhanger. We're going to leave that cliffhanger boom, because today boom. we have to get, we have to get to our guest. It is the get after it Tuesday episode. And so we have a guest here. That we haven't introduced formally. That's right. So why don't you do that? Today we have our esteemed guest of honor. His name, Sean Welty. Sean, we really appreciate you being here on the show. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're here to talk about today? Or maybe just, you know, give us a little short bio of yourself first, and then we get into it. You know what I mean? And then 10 questions, remember. So, you know. Speed questions. Yeah. So give us a summary of who you are, what we're here to talk about, and then we cut you off, and we talk about something else, and then we get back into it. Okay? That's a good flow. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gotta keep it light. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, like you said, my name's Sean Welty. Mm-hmm. Um, have a regular job. Mm-hmm. Work up, but... Uh, 
Rocky Mountain registered importers. Mm-hmm. Vehicles come down from Canada. We take the speedometers out, make them U.S. compliant. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's still mechanics. Okay. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I run a lot of cornhole tournaments here in town. Okay. Um, with my brand, Throwdown Cornhole. Um, you know, we have a Facebook page and run all of that. Most of our summer stuff is run out of the Black Eagle Country Club. Okay. Um, outside, got to love Montana weather when you can be outside. Yes. Right. So out, outside <laughs> when you can be outside. Yes. And cornhole, for those that don't know what cornhole is, is, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to describe it and you can just correct me. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's uh, two, it's like you take this board and it's uh, you put a hole in the board, and then you put it a certain amount of. It's kind of like horseshoes, only with bean bags. Let's put it that way. Kind and, of, yeah, yeah. It's and it's except similar. you don't have a pole; you have a hole. A hole, yeah. yeah. No pole. You got the hole. Yep. <laughs> and you're putting the bean bags in the hole. Cornhole, cornhole bean bag in the in the cornhole. In the cornhole. In the in the yes. <laughs> And I, yeah. I, I have questions. Uh, I'm okay, sure I you have, do. I have Everybody questions. Everybody has questions. But so we've questions. we've got we've got bean bags here. Which when if you check out our Instagram page, the pictures of these these are like the these most are, awesome cornhole bags I've seen. These are cool. We've got a Black Eagle Country Club. Um, this is like a professional jersey. Yep. Yep. From oh. my sponsor, uh, yeah. Money Bags Native Cornhole. Oh, it, and it looks really sweet. So we're going to have a picture of that on our Instagram this week. So Super check cool. it out. We're going to have a picture of the bean bags and then you'll get to, you'll get to see all of, all of that. Just like we get to live and in studio right now. Yeah. I'm kind of in awe of the whole cornhole. Um, I don't know. Craze. I mean, <laughs> it, and it definitely is a craze now. It, it went from just backyards and barbecues to now it's, it's huge. I mean, it's on ESPN and ABC and there's national organizations. They're trying to get it into the Olympics now. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. I I'm mean, excited. Yeah. I was, if the- curling can be in the Olympics, why not Cornell? Right. I mean, Touche. <laughs> Touche. All you curlers out there. <laughs> what are they even doing sweeping right in front of? I mean, yeah. No, we're not going down <laughs> that bunny trail, but I do. I no. do want to ask married children, um, you know, any of those things, any of those other things uh, you want to, you want to share married for 21 years. Woo. Um, yeah, I got lucky. It's okay. Nice. Everybody tells me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, actually married to somebody that Joe went to school with. I thought you were going to say that Joe dated. I was like, Oh, this is getting awkward. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> well, I mean, there was only like 45 kids in our class. I mean, I don't remember, but we probably did date. Yeah, could okay. happen. Yeah, because you you went to high school in Sims, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And so she went to I'm high school kidding. in Sims. Yes, same. She did. Were you guys in the same grade? Yeah, same grade. Me and Summer. I, we never dated. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She will she's, correct. Yeah, if, she's uh, she's yeah. she's listening and she's like, I did not. I would I remember. I did not, Joe. Joe, yeah. you better take that back right now. <laughs> we would have had some hate mail. Oh, yeah, better, yeah. better okay. just do a rejection. Yeah, let's now just and let's call just straighten that out. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no. Okay, they did not date. All you right. know, I think we were in uh, choir together. That's where, that's where, and then we were kind of, yeah, and being we we're in such a small school, so it's hard yeah, not. Everybody to know. knows everybody. Yes, yes, but uh, no, yeah, we uh, we went to high school out in Sims. We had a, and it was a huge class of forty five at the time. Yeah, yeah. that was huge the entire class. senior class was forty five. Okay, class of ninety nine. 
even though I look older. Thanks. Class of 99 had 45. Yep. Okay. I mean, ish. I mean, ish, sorry, yeah. sorry if I'm misquoting, but around there. So I graduated in 2000 from Belgrade. And Ooh. at that time we had a little, I can't remember the exact number, but a little over 100 in Belgrade, Montana. And now like it's hey, double. Yeah, it's huge. It's four times that now. Um, it's, it's a big, big school now. But Sims is around that same amount, maybe even a little smaller. Oh, yeah. It might be smaller they've, now. They've, they've gotten smaller. I had a student in my youth group um, when I was a youth pastor here that uh, here at Solid Rock. We're recording in Solid Rock. <laughs> not, everybody, not everybody's <laughs> oh. in the building. Yeah. We're still recording in the, the, the room in, in Solid Rock. And when I was a youth pastor here, I had a girl that graduated from Sims. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> go, go Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tigers. You guys have any kids? Uh, three kids. Three um, kids. All ages. Basically adult. Our, our youngest is 17. He'll turn 18 this month. You do not look old enough to have kids Whoa. that age. Oh. Uh, yeah, my oldest is 21. Jimmy. Wow. Yeah. My, my oldest is 19. So I, I get it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you, don't, you don't look old enough. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, a little bit sure. of a baby face without all the fuzz. And know. so we can now rub <laughs> it in Joe's face, right? Because yeah. we're all around the same age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, did you, when did you graduate? I graduated in 98. 98. So you're actually older. You're older than me. At right. Least. And he's getting ready to be an empty nester. Empty nester, yeah. And Joe, your youngest kid is? Uh, 12. 12. Mm. You still got years to go. <laughs> years yeah. to go, buddy. Yeah. Years of fun. Yeah. 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 It goes by quick, though. <laughs> Way too quick. Way too fast. Yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. You know, I, that's, but that is why I have white hair. There's, there's a <laughs> chance that you are a better parent than we were when we were younger right like we at least what i've noticed is i grew as a parent with my children growing right very much so. made some mistakes and then you get to number three and you're like all right i, I kind of got this figured out now you know but <laughs> well you think um, you do until yeah. they throw the curveballs yeah. and then yep but uh so you might be because i don't think men we don't truly mature till we're like 30 two <laughs> and so any, oh yeah, ish. yeah ish. Agreed. <laughs> 33 for me around yeah. 33 yeah and so it's uh yeah it's nice to have kids young but there is benefits to having kids when you're a little older because you, you're probably a little bit more mature of a parent so let's get let's get down to the speed round the speed round we did have we did have music oh yeah we had music to like talk about the speed round so are we talking about the speed round <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about the speed round. Ooh, speed round. Where yeah. we we ask questions, <laughs> and our guest that came here to answer questions answers those questions. They just answer them for us, and we're just like, what? With that answer? And we just go right on to the next question. We do. We do. We, get, that, re- we get relaxed, and they get may also relaxed, hopefully. And you get entertained. We all get entertained. <laughs> So let's get to the speed round. I who I usually ask the first question. Yep. But let's switch it up this time. No, we can't. We can't. I got a secret. I got a secret question, and oh, it's no. I'm replacing the allergy. Oh, one. you're replacing allergies. Yep. Okay. All right. Give me. And give I got, me. And I gotta give full credit. Oh, I know the first question. I know I, the first question. I gotta give full credit to Melanie out there she was like what about this question and i was like what that's the perfect question oh thank you so much thank you so much for that all right 
if you're going out to, you've heard these questions. I have heard, you've these, heard these some questions. of these questions. So yes. you've you've been prepared. You've actually listened to all of our podcasts. Absolutely, so that's, that's fantastic. Great we podcast. thank you. We love. We that. thank Thanks, you for man. listening. So you know the question coming up. You're going out to get the garbage. You're going out to check the mail. Are you barefoot? Are you in flip flops? Or are you the guy that squishes down the back heel of your shoe? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say none of the above. Mm. I have to have my shoes fully on my feet. Get I can't. out of here with socks. Yes, with socks. I gotta, I gotta put socks and shoes on. I cannot Amen. just roll outside. I'm a tenderfoot. I can't help it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, you know what? Me too. I, I got orthopedics, man. I can't just flop on some flopping flip flops. Wow. I, gotta, I hate flip flops. I, I gotta have support. That stupid little thing between the toes. Can't do it. Oh, uh, I want to answer my answer now, but I'm not going to because we're going to do a podcast where you and I answer this, but I have a different answer as well. I appreciate this answer though. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It, it also shows a work ethic. Okay. Because my answer comes out of sheer laziness. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm tying both shoes before I go out. Yeah. Like if you're sitting barefoot in the house, you're like, Oh, I got to go, you know, stop the sprinkler or save a kid that's in the middle of the road. Like you're just like socks, shoes, tie the <laughs> shoes, you know? Oh, not me, not me. All right, let's go to the next question. Okay, sir. May I tempt your taste buds with, say, garlic mash, French fried potatoes, or tater tots? Uh, definitely the mashed taters. Ooh. 100%. Mashed potatoes. Mashed taters. Love them. That's, yeah. It's my, one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving is tons of mashed potatoes. Mmm, and that turkey gravy. Oh, yeah. So I don't like mashed potatoes. I will eat them, but uh, I can make killer mashed potatoes. I can make good ones, but I, I'm, it's not my top favorite. I'll, I'll challenge my wife's versus yours. Ooh, Ooh, a potato off. A mashed potato bash. Ooh, there we go. I just tried to trademark. Them. Trademark. trademark. <laughs> All right, you have to watch a, a cartoon. Okay. Whatever happened in the world, now your only choice is to watch a cartoon. And not only your only choice, that's what you have to do. Okay. Are you watching an adult cartoon? You know, we're talking, uh, oh, what is it? Adult Swim, you know, with Family Guy, oh, yeah. Simpsons, uh, oh, what was the other? Archer, you know, one of those. Are you watching anime or are you watching a straight up Disney-esque family cartoon? So my wife's going to kill me for saying this because <laughs> I... Tell her how much I don't like Disneyland anymore because we went there a mm-hmm. million times when we mm-hmm. were stationed in California. Oh, okay. Disney movie. I got to watch the Disney type movies, the Pixar's, the Disney's. Right. Definitely. I, there's so much adult humor in there that is just hidden that you don't pick up on the first time you watch it. Right. And so I feel with this question, it has been the same answer. Disney's uh, killing uh, it. Uh, uh, Disney is killing it. Disney's killing it. So, Disney, if you're listening, uh, we're looking for a sponsor. Yep. Nice sponsor the podcast. <laughs> nice job. We're looking for sponsors. Question four. Question four. In high school, uh, where'd you go to high school, by the way? Uh, Northern California. Okay. Northern California. In this Northern California school, what clique would you say that you were in mostly from freshman to senior year? Uh, mostly the jocks. Okay. But I kind of floated to everybody because mm-hmm. a friendly jock. Yeah, I mean everybody's everybody. You know, you'd you know, go you to can't... the choir practice, you'd go to the drama. Oh, I couldn't sing team. to save my life. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. With that beautiful, no, I was smoky... say, with that sultry voice he's got over there, I, I would I, assume. I want him to sing a song about whiskey I at can... my funeral, man. <laughs> right. 
I can right. white boy rap, but I cannot sing to save my life. <laughs> is there a difference? Uh, yeah, very much. <laughs> there clearly is. Yes, there very much is. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Question number five. Five. What kind of phobias do you have? Uh, fear heights. Mm. Huge fear heights. Amen. Mm-hmm. So glad somebody said it. It's out there now. <laughs> All right, so we're talking a 10-foot ladder. At what rung are you like, I'm good? Depends on what I'm doing. If it's something that I absolutely have to do, I can push through it. Right, same here. But I probably about two rungs from the top, I'm like, this is this is sketchy. Right, yeah. yeah yep. Definitely. Yep. Oh, I feel it. I okay. feel it. In my, in my soul, I feel it. Question six. Question six. Your house is on fire, my friend. All the living things are out, though. Pets, people. What are the three things that you run back in and grab? Um, photo albums, if I can. Okay. Um, Precious photos. You, know, you can have a box of them. Sure. Definitely memories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, probably my cornhole stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pre- mm-hmm. Precious cornhole mm-hmm. baggage. Bags and boards. I've got, you know, okay. five sets of pro boards. Oh. It would take me a while to get them out, and they're wood. Okay. They're definitely going to burn. Mm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> wood, I've heard. I've heard wood is good in a fire. Yeah, it does yeah, burn. Yeah, yeah. It burns, burns pretty good. Both <laughs> flammable and inflammable. <laughs> That's good. Um, third thing. Third thing. Uh, I don't know. Probably some clothes. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure everybody's got some clothes on them. Can't, I mean, corn, can't cornhole naked. No. Well, ah, you can't. You, you can, but that's shouldn't. a whole different story. Uh, shouldn't. Should, shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. Ill-advised. Ill-advised. Question seven. We'll get more into that later. Question <laughs> seven. Yeah, we will get into <laughs> nude cornhole later. Uh, if When you were riding around as a kid in a vehicle with your parents or your grandparents, I just remember with my with my mom, it was country music. And this is like, you know, late 80s, early 90s, Garth Brooks, uh, Celine Dion, you know. And then with my grandpa, it was 19, it was oldies, right? Yeah. That's, and so that's like been like what's influenced my music and, and what I kind of am aware of. And so what were you riding around listening to with parents, grandparents, whoever you were riding around with as a kid? And how has that affected your music? Um, for choices? me, mostly it was 60s and 70s rock is what my dad listened to. I was raised by my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So he's a little bit older than most people's parents my age. Right. Um, and I listened to lots of classic rock with my dad. And my mom was the older style country, like country and Western. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. Hank Williams Sr. Yeah. And stuff like that. Well, that, So that's what I'm going to need here to get me in the right frame. And so you got Hank Williams Sr., Mom, so dad, classic rock, name one, you know, band or musician. Um, he would, he really liked the, um, like the mamas and the papas type stuff. It was classic rock, but it wasn't the the harder mm. stuff. It mm-hmm. was more mm-hmm. of the, that type of, of music. And then you said with your grandparents, it was like 60s, 70s? Yeah, that's my, my mom and dad. Oh, that's, I oh, call you're them calling mom them mom and dad. And dad. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I was with them from the time I was nine days old. So, oh, okay. You know, right. they're, they're mom and dad to me. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. All right, so so 
And then how has that, like, what, is that the same? Do you, did you just, like, fall into, like, listening to that same stuff? Um, I listen to a little bit of everything. Um, being a karaoke host on occasion, you kind of have to get into all types of music. You can't, you got to be able to read a room and play to the room. Mm-hmm. Whether you necessarily like it or not, but you have to know. So you have to you have to kind of get into just about every type of music. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, I prefer classic rock. There like, we go. I pr- prefer the 60s, 70s, 80s rock. That gotcha. stuff to me is just because for, they still told stories at that point with so their lyrics and the music. First first band slash song on your mind right now? Uh, that would be Johnny Be Good, Chuck Berry. All right. All right. That's my all-time favorite song. All classic, right. Classic. I think, and, and so That's I, 50s. The but. reason I like this question is because I think music helps when you know what like music people kind of grew up on mm-hmm. and where they're at now. It really helps you not like judge who they are, right? But it helps you give a little bit of their personality because oh, that absolutely. comes out. That music absolutely. like lives in us and helps tell our story. So, yeah, it's good. Question eight. Okay, here's the new question. New question Thanks. coming in. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks, Melanie, by the way. Melanie, my wife, uh, suggested this, and I was like, yep, this is replacing the allergy question. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah. That <laughs> added suspense some, is killing me. That added some epic suspense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, how did you, what, what type of foods did you eat growing up? Like, how, what, what type of things were you eating? And then how did that inform how you eat now? Did oh, you go oh. away from that? Or are you still kind of doing the same thing you did growing up? Um, so, growing up, being in California, a lot of seafood. Okay. Lots oh. of seafood. Oh, fresh crab. Fresh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, just, that's my one of my favorite things ever is fresh crab. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hard time eating it here. Mm-hmm. It takes too long to get here. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so any chance I get to get actual fresh, especially crab, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll eat it uh, until I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I, I will just eat it. <laughs> that's that's and that's that's a good answer and i get it yeah, when, yeah to get it to montana they've got a you can't get fresh fish here they've got to freeze it to get it here yeah and so yeah. it's been at least frozen once sometimes frozen twice yeah. and, and then we're getting it in our sushi and and so when you when you have the crab how is it how is it pre- the best way prepared uh just straight up boiled put a big old bowl of butter in front mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. you get an empty bowl you put a towel down first because it's it's just messy. I like it. Um, big bowl of butter, big empty bowl, big bowl of crab, and you just start digging in. Mm. That's crack, it. Crack it. Nothing open. else. Yeah. Just it in that. the butter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. I like it. All right. Uh, question. What are we on? Question nine. My last question here. Oh, I love this question. What did you want to be when you grew up? Not uh, not like what are you now or you know oh, like when you were a kid. What was that dream? Uh, for me. I wanted to be a baseball player, professional baseball player. Mm, okay, love so love that sport. So, who was your favorite team? Uh, Oakland A's. Oakland A's. Yep. Favorite player? Um, Ricky Henderson is my all-time favorite player. Okay, yep. awesome. Oh yeah, the king of the stolen base. Yeah, and so did did you play like going through high school and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I played in high school. I played little league all the way up until seventeen when they said you can't play little league anymore. Right, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. I was an average player. Yeah. Just, I, you know, I could play everywhere. I was okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wasn't the best at any position. 
Yeah, um, yeah. You know, my oldest son, he uh, actually went to college over in uh, Williston State as a pitcher. Oh, fantastic. Uh, he's played cool. his whole life. Um, nice. Yeah, and he, the kid's got more talent for baseball in his little finger than I had in my entire body. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Definitely just... He got a, a lot of the athletic ability from my wife and I and just kind of mushed it together. And he loves the game as well. He's actually coaching um, here in town um, oh, on one of the travel teams. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Trying oh, to pass awesome. that knowledge on because yeah. knowledge doesn't mean anything if you don't pass it on to somebody. Right. It's it's worthless at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Question 10. Question 10. You've had a hard week. Got your butt kicked up there changing out those speedometers and then having to put on a whole cornhole tournament yourself. And then, you know, everyone's getting on your case. And finally, you get to sit down and have your guilty pleasure. And you say, quote, you know what? Iron this. And you, what is it that you do? What is it, the thing? Um, well, first off, there's got to be a beer involved. Okay. Just... There's got to be a beer involved. Ice cold if it's been a hard, brewski. Yeah, a hard week, got to have a beer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and like guilty pleasure as far as food is my wife's homemade mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. It is so not good for you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it tastes so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You get loaded up on carbs and dairy oh, and yeah, mm, yeah, just. Yep. Gets Definitely. in the gut, and you're just like, yep, I can sleep now. It is nap time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a discussion on the podcast that's coming out um, as we're recording. It's coming out tomorrow. But it, as this airs, it came out a week ago, where he answered the same thing. He's got to have a beer. But then he went through and said, there's only like three types of beer drinkers. And I can't remember what they were, but there was like the Bud Light kind of drinker, yeah, then the IPA kind of drinker. The, the economic drinker. Oh, economic. The bougie drinker uh-huh. or something. Maybe I'm misquoting. The, uh, <laughs> the, the red beer drinker. Oh, yeah. And the IPA drinker, I uh, think. No, there was only three. We had to add it. Was, yeah, we added a fourth because we added the, Maybe the we new added one the that's just coming out. Oh, the seltzers. The, the, the seltzers. Oh, no. And so which category do you fit in? Even though we didn't give you like real names of categories. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just an everyday type thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no. You deserve this. Like, oh, if yeah, I deserve I earned, this? I earned this. This is the one right. that you're drinking. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite? I want a, a good true Guinness or a Smittix. Watch out. Dark. You like to chew your beer. I want a glass of chocolate. I just milk like to know I drank a beer and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I like to. I like to drink my beer with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good Guinness too. If some every now and again. My my brother, delicious, delicious my brother beer. loves a Guinness. Ugh, they're so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially straight off the tap when they oh. do it just right. You know, clean, yep. clean glass too. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. that that helps. Mm-hmm. That helps. You know, um, if you're doing it like really well, you you have the glass in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And then you pull it out, put the beer in there, and then. Although know. the best is a good black and tan. I love this. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's what's the one you mix it with? Um, well, here you can't get rid most of the good ones, so no. it's usually like a bass. Okay, if you can and find then a bass, a Guinness floater, or if you have to, you can go a Miller Light or a Bud Light. Just come on, man. That's. <laughs> I'd rather have that than no black and tan. I I do like a Sam Adams. Give me like a good. Amber, you know, amber and a whatever you call it. 
Like, because it's a tan. You want a tan? <laughs> Not a black and yellow. <laughs> there's a, a there's a saying about snakes with black and yellow. Is there? Yeah, black and yellow will kill a fellow. Yellow and black, not dangerous. <laughs> no, I, I can't just, remember. You're fine. You can eat it. But yeah, it's like <laughs> like if you see the the black and yellow pattern on a snake, that means it's poisonous. Oh, okay. I'll remember that. Yeah, black and yellow. It will kill a fellow. Yeah, <laughs> and I could be totally wrong on that. But just fellows. but I know there is a saying about black and yellow. Google it. It'll tell you about poisonous snakes. Yeah, you better double check I'm that. I'm just going to stay back away from all snakes, so I'm not yeah. worried about it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Black and yellow, purple and green, I'm out of here. So does that fall in one of your phobias? Um, no, I'm not really afraid of them, but I understand them enough to know I don't want to mess with them. A healthy Called, respect. Uh, yeah, a healthy fear. Yes. Yeah, healthy respect, healthy fear, yeah. not a phobia. Gotcha. Okay, so now we need to move into the meat of this thing. Yeah, let's the, get into this. The meat. Um, I know we want to talk about cornhole. I want to make everybody wait just a second because when you were discussing your, your nine to five, your full yep. time, uh, what's the name of the place again? Uh, Rocky mountain registered importers. It's part of their, it's a sister company with turbo auto transport. Okay. And so I'm unfamiliar with any of those places. Uh, so turbo is a trucking company. They haul cars. Um, okay. So they actually go up into Canada and pick a lot of these cars up and bring them down to our holding yard. Okay, and so so with any vehicles that are being imported into the United States, they've got to have MPH instead of kilometers, KMH or whatever, whatever it is. Um, whatever yes, it has it has to have MPH on it, but there's also some other regulations that we have to adhere to, uh, brake lights and things like that in the dash that have to say certain things. And, okay, so this might be boring to you, but I'm actually really interested. Oh, I kind of I kind of want to know. Like mm-hmm. so with brake lights, what's wrong with Canadian brake lights? So there's the international symbol for the brake light when like when you step on your emergency brake. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just an exclamation point mm-hmm. with little rings around it. Okay. Um and that is not it doesn't meet standards for uh NHTSA. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, I think. Okay. Um, for some reason, I think us dumb Americans need to see the word brake mm. or park. It can still have that symbol, but it has to have the word brake or the word park. So you put in a little light that says brake or park? Um, it's actually faceplates. We actually oh. take the instrument cluster apart and uh, replace the faceplates and oh. do some programming. Oh. Um, a little bit more involved than just changing that symbol. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. That symbol's just part of it. I see. Yeah, because that's the like thing the, that you got to change anyway. So, so that like the needle's going to move the same anyway. Uh, part of the program actually changes that sweep. Oh, so really? That it matches up because your miles per hour and your kilometers per hour. If you take two faceplates that are identical. Oh. And put them over the top of each other. The lines are nowhere close. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to be because yeah. because some vehicles have both, and you can yep. see that they don't line up exactly. Yep. And so the, there's actually a change that has to go into the programming. The programming itself. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yep. Cool. Okay, so we we change out that stuff. Is there anything else? Um, any vehicle that has a recall um, from the manufacturer mm-hmm. has to be that recall has to be fixed before it can come into before it can be sold in the United States. And and so you're importing mainly for vehicles being sold or yes. only, only? Uh, mostly, 
mostly it's for vehicles being sold. So sometimes people moving from Canada down to the United States. Yes, yeah, the, um, POVs, personally owned yeah. vehicles, we do import those as well. But the bulk of it is, oh, yeah. is ones being brought down here to yeah. sell. Okay. Yeah. And 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 what about going the other way? Do you get vehicles prepared to go to Canada or do they have their own thing up there? Um on occasion, but it doesn't happen very often. Um now the market may flip. Right. And it's, it's cheaper all, to buy up yeah. there right now. If it becomes cheaper to buy down here, the Canadian sellers are going to start coming down here to get vehicles and we'll start doing the opposite. And which which we learned a lot about in car sales. It yeah. has a lot to do with the value of the Canadian dollar versus the U.S. dollar. Absolutely. And, and also how the market's going with used yeah. and new. And right. right now the market's crazy um, for vehicles in the United States. They're because having a hard the chip time. shortage. Right. And so like there is just this high, high demand for used vehicles right now. And they're going for way more than what they were six months ago, a oh, year absolutely. ago. And, uh, and so I'm sure there's lots of them coming down. Wow. Oh, so, so that was, I, I know it was just, it's just the nine to five, but that's actually really interesting that's, to me. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and where, where in Grave, you don't have to like give us like the address, but where in Great Falls is that at? Um, it's up on Gore Hill. Oh, up on Gore Hill. Yep. Okay. Oh, gotcha. In that industrial area yep. somewhere. Yeah. So uh, for those that are listening outside of Montana or even Great Falls, when you come into Great Falls from Helena, from the south, you come down a hill. And Great Falls is in a little teeny kind of valley, kind of, kind not of, really. Yeah. It's not kind of. It's not the same as like it's Bozeman okay. or Missoula or, you know, the, the Flathead Valley. But it's, it's like a little valley. It's like a valley. And so right up on top, we have an airport and a truck stop and mm-hmm. Denny's and uh, some storage areas. And so you're up there, yep. up on Gore Hill up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of geese that fly up there. Uh, yes. As a, as a hunter, I notice that a lot. And there's a lot of geese that fly up there. <laughs> Tons of geese. They actually have somebody that their job is to go um, shoot it's uh, geese, but they don't actually, from what I understand, they don't actually have like ammo. It's just the sound of a shotgun yes. that they, they drive around in the, the airport so that planes don't run into geese as they're like landing and taking off. Yeah. Most of the time it's either a propane yep. that pops or they do have air cannons that yep. they use the same, but... Yeah, it's just the sound. The sound to yep. try to get the geese Absolutely. out. Yep. Okay, so that's that's a whole bunch of interesting stuff to now get to cornhole. Cornhole. <laughs> okay. So what do you want to know? This the history of it? Yeah, I, I totally. I don't know how prepared you are, but do you know like some history for cornhole? Um, I know some of it. Yeah. Give, um, us, give us the lowdown. We got to get the lowdown. So it started in the Midwest. Not exactly sure where, but in the Midwest. Um, mm-hmm. And it was actually started out as stand-up boards with a hole in them. Okay, okay. so they were like vertical. Like, yeah, vertical from, vertical, from the ground. Yep. Mm. Um, and they had burlap bags that they made with dried corn in them. And the mm. goal was to put the corn bag in the hole. <laughs> oh. So, it writes itself. Okay, and so, <laughs> so I totally like had like this dirty mind right, uh, of yeah. where cornhole came from you are and, not the only one yeah and uh, so now i've been like get your mind out of the gutter right it's your mind out of the gutter it's just it's not dried a, corn in a bag <laughs> put the put the corn in the hole yeah okay and so then they decided that that was too difficult well actually they just it just like any other game it, it morphed it evolved you know um like basketball started out with a peach basket right then they got mm. better equipment they started making all the rules and move, making it a little harder to do. So not everybody could do it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that's kind of the progression that it went through. Um, and it, it was a backyard game, just yeah. plain yeah. and simple barbecues, you know, people like, having fun. And it, some people got together and said, Hey, we start a league. Yeah. And, and so it's kind of like the, the, what, what my family likes to play is that everybody calls it something different, but ladder golf. Oh yeah. Right. Like ladder golf, you play in the backyard, yeah. badminton, you play in the backyard, um, volleyball, another Olympic sport, horseshoes. Mm-hmm. My, my wife, there's a, there's a badminton league here in Great Falls and my oh, wife, nice. my wife plays badminton. Whoa. I'm just now, this is my first announcement. I haven't admitted that to other people. <laughs> And now I admit it, my wife is a badminton player. I'm shocked. <laughs> That's too much movement for me. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and what she says is she's learning now. She's going through it and learning. But there's some some people that are, like, super good at badminton. Oh, yeah. Super good. And you can't buy, like, the Walmart. No. Um, shuttlecocks is what they're called. Yep. The little birdies that you hit. The there shuttlecocks. You go with your dirty mind again. <laughs> yeah. I can see you smiling. <laughs> yeah. I had to say. I had to say it. And also, just like a humble brag that I even knew what that was. Like, right. That is some obscure knowledge for but, sure. But they well they they ran out of shuttlecocks and had to go to Walmart and buy them and they were breaking apart. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. So I just I was just thinking shuttlecock shortage. <laughs> so Sorry. so now now as we as we move forward in the history, it starts to it starts to spread around the United States. It becomes more popular. They're starting to make leagues, and we get to the point to where there's there's like official rules. So how I want to kind of ask a few questions. So all of you that are playing in your backyard while you're drinking, uh, and you've had arguments because there's arguments like around Monopoly, Uno. And I'm sure arguments about around cornhole, but we have somebody here that can that can dispel the rumors and can confirm with us what some of the actual rules are. So the first one is how far apart do the boards have to be? Uh, they are 27 feet from front of board to front of board. Ooh, front of board to front of board. Yeah. And are they called boards? Yeah, yeah, they're cornhole yeah, boards. Just corn, yep. cornhole boards. Okay, 27 feet apart. And then is where do you throw from? You can throw from, you have to stay on your side of the board, left or right, wherever you start. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can throw from anywhere on that side as long as you don't cross the front of the board. Okay, so the front of the board ends up with an imaginary line running across it. Yep. And once, so you have two players on each team. Depending, you can play singles as well. Okay, but even, so even in singles, if you pick the left side of the board, you stay there. You stay there, but when you go down to the other end in singles, you're actually throwing from the right-hand side of the board. Oh, so you have gotcha. To throw so you're seeing from that, that same yeah, side. the same side, yes. Okay. Oh. Same line. So as you're looking at the board on the left-hand side, but then when you switch sides after a round, you're on looking at the board, you're on the right-hand side. Yes. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, and then in doubles, do you switch in doubles? Uh, no, doubles, you stay at your ends. Oh, you and don't. You don't even rotate sides. Nope. Nope. You whatever side you start on for that game, you mm-hmm. stay on that side the entire time. How many rounds? Um, it, first one to score twenty one or more points. Okay. So um, every time you get the bag through the hole, that's one point. Well, no. So on the board is where each bag that's on the board is worth one. Ah. Each bag that's in the hole is worth three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it is a cancel scoring. Oh, see, and this is this is the real one here, yes. right? This is where families have been split <laughs> on how do you score. Mm-hmm. And yes. so what you're saying is, let's imagine right now that, that we're just playing singles. Okay. All right, you versus Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe gets, um, he gets two bags in 
and you get three bags in, what is the score after that? So we're assuming the other ones are off the board. Yeah, that, neither, okay. none of them are on the board. Just to keep it simple. Okay. Two bags in, in the hole, not leaning, not... There's no such thing as a leaner. Right. It's either oh. in or it's not. Oh, oh. I'm so glad you're no saying leaners. this stuff. Oh, <laughs> all of you leaners <laughs> scored. <laughs> no. There's no two-pointer. Right, in right. It's, it's one or three. Yes. And so right now you just finished a round and you got three, Joe got two. What's the score? Um, so the way we kind of say to score it is he scored six, I scored nine. The difference between them is three, so I get three. You get three. Yes. Mm. And now it's three to zero. You switch sides. No. Oh, you don't. You stay right you, where you're well, singles. Because you, you go down to retrieve your bags. Oh. Out of the hole. So once you do that, you just, you just throw them the other direction. Stay there. That makes so much more sense to me. <laughs> there you okay. go. All right. And so yes, you, you and your opponent bags. are on the same the same board. Right. Okay. You're both throwing at the same board. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, so you're that both totally on the same sense. side, and then you're throwing at that board, and then you both go over and yep. throw the totally other board. direction. Yep. So when you're playing doubles, it's one person from each team on each side. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're standing next to an opponent. Your partner is standing next to an opponent. And it doesn't matter the order that those are in. You, you and your teammate don't have to be on essentially the same side. The official rules, yes. You and you and Ooh. your partner have to be on the same side. Ooh. Hey. Ooh. Most tournaments, it doesn't. Re- people don't really care. Um, right. Some people have a preference on side. You know, um, if you're a seasoned player, it shouldn't matter what side you're on. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be able to adjust because there is a thing. In inside arm, meaning that your arm is over the board, your throwing uh-huh. arm. Yep. And then outside arm, meaning that your arm is on the outside of the board. Which essentially the angle is different. It is um, different, yes. Not even essentially. Mathematically, the yes, angle is absolutely. different because your arm, if you're on the if you're looking at the board and you're on the right hand side and you're a right handed player, your arm's going to be farther away. It's outside. Well, if you're if you're looking at the board, the okay. board that you're standing at, I guess. If you're actually playing, you're, you'd be on the left-hand side of the board. The board, okay. would, the board would be to your right, and okay, you're right-handed. Yeah. Then your hand's essentially like over the hole. Yes. Right? Yep. And so you're throwing more straight. Yes. But if you were on the other side of the board, your left hand is going to be the one that's over the board. So your yep. right hand, you now have to th- kind of throw across your body slightly to get it over there. Um, yes, but there are there's advantages and disadvantages to being the outside arm or the inside arm. Okay. Um, your inside arm... You're allowed to step out up to three feet away from the board to make a shot. Okay. Um, Now, if you're playing outside arm, you've got another foot, foot and a half on somebody else who's playing inside arm that you can step out to try and, it's called collect a bag. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, which means sitting on the, it's sitting on the board. It's not in the hole. And you step out to the side to try and almost grab it with your other bag when you throw it and push them both in the hole. Got you. Mm, like pool. So, yeah. So once a, bo- once a bag is on the board, it's not one point no matter what. Right. It's, it's what's, when everybody's done when, throwing. When the what's round that? is finished, that's when you add up the scores. Because, mm-hmm. okay, so now you, you can, you, your team can grab and bring your own bags in or you can knock somebody else's off, right? You can, yes. Um, which, which is taking any points away from both of you, essentially, because it's pretty hard to knock a bag off and keep yours on. It can be done. I mean, oh, yeah, it definitely can be done. I mean, it is, it is more of a difficult shot. Um, and there's 
many types of shots. Um, there's cut shots and roll shots and flop shots and airmails and I mean, there's all the terminology. Is there anything called a Robin Hood? Nope. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah, that's so an archery. Sure. Archery. Uh, that's good. That's a good question, though. That's a good question. A little shout out to uh, one of the actual cornhole podcasts. Um, two of them actually, Big Asp Cornhole Cornhole Podcast and uh, the Doghouse Dogcast. They both do. They're all about cornhole. Mm-hmm. Um, every week, you know, they they put out something about cornhole. They kind of merge together and started a. It's called the Hard Drag Push Network. Oh, um, it's just cornhole information, tournaments, random questions like, is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, you know, I mean, a lot of random stuff like that, just having fun with community building stuff. Yeah, cornhole players. And cool. what's it know, called again? Um, harddragpush.com. Hard drag push. I have a question. Um, so, how long have you been? the creator of a local league. Like how long have you been doing this? Um, I've been doing it about three and a half years. Ooh, okay. Um, so, and then how many people would you say are collectively at your league, give or take, you know, however many, you know, being Montana, mm-hmm. um, summertime people go camping. So mm-hmm. sure, summertime, sure. we're a little lower. Um, I've had as many as 42 people show up for a, a blind draw tournament. Hey, I've had as few as six. Okay. So, okay. It, you know, it just, it, it really depends on the time of year, the weather. There's, there's a lot of variables. And so how often are you setting up these tournaments? Um, and at what locations are you doing that? Do you have like a, in the summer, are you at the Beck locally? Uh, yes. Or? Um, in the summertime, every Wednesday, there is a Ooh. blind draw tournament. Every, well, outside. What's, what's blind draw mean? Uh, blind draw is... You come in, you pay your your money to be in the tournament, and you have no idea who your partner's going to be. Oh, gotcha. So it's just so, you, you'll yeah, get partnered with the draw. someone, some stranger, which could be fun yeah. if you want to go out there and meet, meet a new person. Yeah, meet somebody new. You know, you may get somebody who can really play, or you may get somebody who this is their first time. You and, never know. And how much do you got to pay to get in to do something um, like It that? depends on the venue. Um, like the Black Hill Country Club, um, we do $5 entry. Okay. Um, and the bar matches. So essentially a $10 entry, but you only had to pay half of it. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, and we play out on the, the patio outside. There's three sets of boards we set up and, you know, just blind draw, have some fun. There's plenty of cornhole bags there. I bring a bunch. And if you have your own, you know, if you go out and buy them or, you know, talk to me, I can order some custom ones for you. Or, oh, yeah. You know, um, with my sponsor money bags from Native Cornhole. Heck yeah, we got to um, get into that too. We'll yeah. talk about yeah. your sponsors. Yeah, there's. Oh, I love I, your sponsors. I have so many there. questions right now, but the first one, which is most important, are there people in Great Falls known to be like the like? If you're going to this blind draw tournament, you see Bob. You're like, I want on his team. Also, the opposite. You don't have to name anybody. I just want to know if there is like, oh, we got to avoid being on. Joe's team, right? Like, like that guy's known. He's here every time. We love having him around, but you don't want to be on his team. Is there a guy like that? You don't have to. Answer um, that you not, don't. Don't name him. Not, not really, um, because these tournaments are they're for fun. Yeah, I mean, yes, there is a little bit of monetary that you put in there, but it's the goal is for everybody to have fun mm-hmm. um, and and meet new people and play this 
crazy stupid game that I love. Yeah. <laughs> any lo- any local um, celebs, cornhole celebs, would you um, say superstars? I wouldn't say celebs or superstars. Um, there's a couple of us that play pretty well. Okay. Okay. Um, humble cornhole league. Humble. What's the name of your league? Uh, it is Throwdown Cornhole. Throw down cornhole. Because what do you do with a cornhole bag? You throw it down. What's a fight called? Um, a throwdown. All right, man. Kind of, you know, yeah. merging yeah. the two there. Yeah, your marketing you're battling. Your marketing skills are unquestioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they haven't been in question since I walked in the room and saw all this. It now, looks really good. Before we get into um, some of the nitty and the gritty um, let's get the basics. Where can we find any other places we can find you and then just join in? Um, so I, uh, I just started a, an actual league. Okay. Um, last night over at the, the Eagles lounge. Bam. Hot off the presses. You're here to hear first folks. <laughs> new cornhole league here in black Eagle slash great falls, Montana. What are we calling this league? Um, it's just the throw down cornhole, throw down cornhole. Uh, we call it <laughs> established July yesterday. 18th. Um, okay, <laughs> so we're so running that. that inside at the Eagles, um, and it's a round robin type league. Mm-hmm. So we're running Eagles round robin four weeks of round robin, um, where you play four games per night. Okay, what but is, it's Switch Holio is what it's called. What night of the week? Uh, Sunday nights. Sunday nights. I am Switch Holio. <laughs> Switch Julio. So the app that I use to run all of my tournaments, my leagues, anything I'm doing is called Score Holio. I am Score Holio. <laughs> you get it. If, and if um, you're if you're too young to get that reference, just Google Beavis and Butthead. Uh, yes, Corn Holio. Yeah, the great Corn Holio. Mm. Uh, TP. I need TP. <laughs> um, but it's the Score Holio app actually lets me play while I run them because it does almost everything for me. Okay. Um, I have tablets that we have out at each court and the people that are playing score it themselves and then they hit submit and it automatically calls up the next match. Oh my goodness. And Scoreholio is the app you use. Yes. Okay. So, all right, hold on. You just, you just started the league. Does that mean like they, they had the first games last night? Yes. (sighs) Bam. But can you get in? You can, as long as you, you have to, we do four weeks of Switch Holio, which you get a different partner each game. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and in, you have to make three of the four weeks to make the end tournament. There's still a mm-hmm. chance. And during that, if you if you start, like, say, next Sunday, I can get you caught up so you have the same amount of games as everybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joe, you see my eye? I'm eyeing you right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I mean, I'm eyeing Sunday. you. Sunday and evenings. Yes, yeah, Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, That's usually when we're recording. Yeah. 6.30 we, 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 to 9.30. That's about the time frame that, that we're running. Okay. We'll just have, we'll, we have to think about this, okay? <laughs> because I'm, I'm picturing like a Get After It podcast. I know you're saying we're switch partners and stuff, but like we, we get in there and, and. We'd represent the podcast. Yeah. On whoever's team, whoever's yeah. team we're whoever, in our Get After we're It. we're on, we're just like, let's get after it. Get After It hats we're going to wear. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have yeah, any. Okay. Oh, I'm liking it. Okay, so 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 somebody comes in, and so they can come in. Well, this is this is coming out next week, and so it might be a little late for them to get in. Um. Yes. And so after this four weeks is up, we're gonna run um, two tournaments for the people that played the league. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the top 50% are going to play in a double elimination bracket. Okay. And I'm going to pay out one, two, three. Okay. The entry fees that everybody paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bottom 50% are going to play their own bracket mm-hmm. and pay out one, two, three. Oh. So that way you don't have your your newer players that haven't played a whole lot. or The Joes and Brian's of the world. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys aren't playing against me who plays all the time. Right. And um, you're doing the, what do they call grabbies? What was it called? <laughs> the grabbers. Uh, grabbing the bag and pushing it in. Yeah. 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 Yeah, or you're doing all those. Mails and yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I play quite a bit. You know, yeah. I've, I've put quite a bit of time into it, um, you know, trying to get the boards and the bags and leagues started and run tournaments. So so you're going to do these two tournaments, but I'm, I'm just saying for the listeners right now, if they're getting as excited as I am, like how can they get in on this, this action? Um, so the Sunday leagues, unless you can get in by Sunday the 27th, I think. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah, twenty seventh, I think, is what it is. Is is our next one? Um, if you can get in on that one, we can get you caught up. Okay. Um, it's after you have to make three of the four minimum. Okay. In order to qualify for the end tournament, but we play every Wednesday over at the Black Eagle Country Club, and then once the weather turns and gets rainy, cold, snowing because it is Montana, right? Yeah. Um, we play, we're going to be playing all winter long on Wednesday nights at the Eagles Lounge. Okay. And those will be, you know, blind draws. We may throw in some bring your own partners. And this, you do this every Wednesday. Every what, what time? Wednesday. Um, signups are at six up until seven. We start, usually bags start flying at seven o'clock. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The, the, <laughs> the bags are flying. Bags are flying. Bags are flying at seven o'clock and usually lasts until. Um, depends on how many teams we have, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the format we play. Because if we have a few teams, you know, if we only have six or seven teams, um, we'll play best of three games in the winner's side and then a single game on the loser's bracket. Okay. Because they're all double elimination tournaments. And it, there's payouts every Wednesday? Uh, yes. Yep. Yep. Everything that's... Goodness. Every, every bit on Wednesdays that's paid in plus the bars match is paid back out that night. You don't even take a, a, a cut? No, no. The, the, I'm trying to grow the community. I want more people playing. I want people to have fun. Ooh. And unfortunately, yeah. money brings people. Oh, you know, it's, so. it's bringing me. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what have I been doing with my Wednesdays? Wasting them. Not making money. Mm-mm. Playing cornhole. Nope. I'm, I'm dumb. I mean, I could do like maybe a Sunday night. My Wednesdays are taken. I just yeah, you've them. already got gigs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I, I'm thinking we might have to we might have to try to to do the Sunday thing and see what see what comes of it. Um, the cool thing about Sundays is we only play four games per night, mm-hmm. starting at six thirty. Um, like last night, we were done at like eight fifteen. Mm-hmm. So people just hung around and played. Yeah, um, you know, there's I have. Four sets of boards set out. There's plenty of room. You guys are more than welcome to come down on a Sunday night, watch for a little bit, and then as soon as the board opens up, you guys can play or challenge some people for a beer or pride. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll challenge them for a Guinness, a black and tan. Pride fills my soul. <laughs> I like to boast. Yeah. I like to boast. That's That's what gets me going. <laughs> okay, so so all right. I want to make sure we're we're 
we're getting this all covered because I feel like so. Mm, I just want to get it all. You know what? Let's talk about. Um, uh, well, the, I, can we go back to the rules? Because I oh, don't yeah, think I don't absolutely. think we I don't think we went all the way through that. So, um, you know, there's singles, there's doubles, and um, you. How do you know who throws first? So there's no official way. Um, you know, you can flip a coin. You guys can just say, hey, you go first. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Most of the time, people will take a bag and spin it on the board, and whichever way the seam faces, which is the closing seam, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's who goes first. Okay. All right. I like fair, that. Fair enough. And then after that, so you throw, who throws first next? Whoever scored last. Okay. So not who has the highest score. Nope. Whoever but whoever got points that round. Yep. And and they may have not got them that round because it could be zeros, yep, right? Either absolutely. nobody got anything in or you both got two or whatever might have yep. happened. It's whoever scored last. Whoever scored last, yes. Excellent. It and could then, be five rounds later. Right, you could just have zero, zero, yep. zero, zero, and zero. And it's still that same team that goes first until the other team scores. Yep. Man, okay. And then, and then it's the first to 21. Or more. Okay, so it doesn't have you don't have to hit twenty one exactly. No, so the twenty one bust rule is what everybody calls it. Mm-hmm. That is actually a like a a backyard house rule, kind of like you do with Monopoly. Yeah, you, know, you like, backyard backyard. You're, you're house not supposed rule. to get the money out of the middle in Monopoly for hitting free parking. Right, but everybody does. But everybody does it. It's yeah. just a backyard rule. Yeah, it's my um, I one. try to play. <laughs> I try to play as much the actual ACL American Cornhole League mm-hmm. rules as possible. An American Cornhole League, a eh? ACL. Awesome. Hopefully, they don't uh, get torn. Yeah, oh, but I'm bummed. Dad joke coming out. Dad joke coming out. Okay, so for all of you listening in Monopoly, when you land on um, free parking, you don't get the money out of the middle. If you're in Uno and somebody gives you a draw two or a draw four, you can't lay a draw two or draw four on top of it and pass it on to the next person. No, that's True also. Statement. That's also like a house. Yes, that is rule. A house rule as and well. you know what that ha- you know how that happened? People like me. Big <laughs> brothers, they get mad at their little brother for giving them a draw four when they said Uno the time before. Yeah. And they're like, oh wait, my last card's a draw two and you can lay that yet. Yeah. All of you are cheaters. Cheaters. Just a I'm sorry I'm yelling. Let me calm down. <laughs> down boy. We're touch just gonna try to work on we're gonna try to get closer to, to what the real thing is here. So stop taking the money out of free parking. <laughs> stop Laying draw twos on draw fours and draw fours on draw fours. Just take take your cards. It's, okay? mad, it's madness. And if someone goes over 21 in cornhole, they still won. It's fine. Yeah. It's just like, it's the amount of points. Like, <laughs> just get over it and play another game. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you lost. Try Stop trying to figure out ways that you didn't lose. You lost. The game's over. I like it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I like that we got that straightened out. What other rules are we missing here? Um, can you switch hands? Can you can you like throw you, with either hand you want? Yep, absolutely. If you are ambidextrous and you mm. can throw with either hand, there's no like handicap. Everything is straight up. Okay. Can I wear so, like a special glove? You can. They actually have one. Hey, hey. Uh, oh. made by Gladiator Cornhole. Glad I asked. <laughs> Gladiator, are you asked? <laughs> Gladiator. Okay. <laughs> okay um shoes socks shirts all i love the i love the jerseys by the way uh, it's you know cool it, jerseys. it's it's one of those things that is like you don't have to have a jersey 
I mean, it's it just, I wear it because of my sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in his product and I, that's what I throw. Um, you know, and he gave me a little bit of a discount on bags and sent me a Jersey and, you know, just kind of, I like to stand out. That's why it's pink and sparkly and all kinds of, yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, you know. it's, it, it's good looking. Check out the Instagram. It's up there today. You'll and, see it. And so it's going to be uh, your, your sponsor's nativecornhole.com? Yep, nativecornhole.com. Cool. Um, the product he makes is Money Bags. I mean, he's got a bunch of different series. Um, I still don't have them all yet. He's sending me a bunch. That's awesome. Um, of his different series. Um, the Make It Rain series. Make It Rain. Um, we've got the Bitcoin series here and the cryptocurrency um, he's got different types of money that you would make. Uh, yeah, he's got rain. the twenty-four karat series. <laughs> he's got awesome. breaking bread, just a bunch of different types of bags, and they're all a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, the fill in them is mostly the same, which is um, it is a it's a poly resin pellet. It's a, a lot uh, similar to what you had in hacky sacks. Um, kind of yes. Okay. Um, these are made specifically for cornhole mm. um, and their suppliers and stuff like that. Um, I actually make bags myself uh-huh. um, and I have a bag of pro fill is what they call it hey. sitting at my house so you're saying to make could, bags. We could get some locally made hand woven <laughs> cornhole bags. Well, and, and so officially like these do look like burlap. Uh, sort of. They're more of a tweed type. Right, because uh, it feels so better cool. than burlap. Yeah. It feels like if you could somehow sand down burlap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and so I'm playing with the I'm playing with the playing with your bags right now. Ooh, he's handing me a softer one. <laughs> Ooh. That one's actually got what's called a carpet material on the, the bottom side that you're holding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's stickier. Like there's there's different materials that do different things oh my when you throw them and they hit the board. Okay, wait. No, no. This is bringing up another thing. How many bags you bring? Four bags. Yep, you throw four. Can those do those bags all have to be exactly the same? Okay, so you have to decide before the round or before the game starts. Before the game starts, if you're going to use your carpet backed or the burlap tweed. type tweed type. Yep you you have to decide beforehand. Okay. And, and once but, you start, you have to stay with those bags till the game's over. Until someone hits 21. And yep. so, but then you can switch, you know, if you're in a yeah. tournament or whatever, you can switch yeah. after that. So are there certain materials that a bag can't be made out of? Um, they can't be made out of anything that can damage the surface of the board. So they can be made out of silk or leather. Yes. Leather. Um, you, you can make them out of just about anything you want, but the key is playability. Yeah. You want them to be able to slide when you want them to slide you want them to be able to stop when you want them to stop because there is actually strategy other than just putting it in the hole oh yeah, right yeah. right um, there's things called blocker bags and you know like i said earlier cut shots and air mails and things like that that come into play i kind of want to have these at every podcast yeah because like, a- like you know like a fiddle is almost like a what are, the, what are the kids playing with now? Fiddle, fiddle, fidget sticks. spinner, fidgets. Yeah, it's a fidget. Yeah. fidget. There's fidget spinners, but now there's like, you don't have. I I do have. I have one daughter that's uh, younger, and do you guys remember what was it? Pogs is that what it's called? 
Yeah, Pogs. The Pogs were you had the little discs, the cardboard oh, yeah. type disc, and then you had the slammer. Oh yeah. And then you would trade like slammers and you know, you'd trade different pogs and you'd do different things. Well now they're doing that with fidgets. And so you can have like almost almost just like this, a cornhole bag. That would be a fidget, but it would be filled with like some court, sort of like gel. And oh, you know, gotcha. and you okay. like squeeze yeah. it like a stress ball kind of oh, thing. Okay. Or there's these little things that have like dots all over them and you poke the dot and you poke them all on one side, then you flip it over and now they're all facing up. So you poke them again. That's literally the whole toy. And they, they, they trade them and play with them because I, I really feel, and this is going into like way too much psychology and a rabbit hole, but I feel it's because we have so much stimulus now with you can grab a phone anytime, a computer, and like if you're not entertained, that's why like TikTok is so popular is because you just watch a few seconds and you're just sliding through. Oh, I don't, uh, you watched it for half a second. I don't like that. You slide to the next one, you know? Yeah. And so we have to be entertained. And so a lot of these younger children, like they need, if they're in a, they don't have a device, they've got to have something to like. Well, something tactile actually right. helps, you know, focus the mind a little bit and, and, Right. Oh, and these, these feel amazing. Like, I really like the way your sack feels. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And so, um, okay, and is there a certain weight? Yes. Um, so they all, to be approved for use, um, if you play in any big tournaments, things like that, they have to be approved by the ACL. Mm -hmm. um, but for my tournament, stuff like that, I try to keep with the same rules. Mm -hmm. um, so they have to be between 15.75 ounces and 16.25 ounces. Oh, so that's right actually, at a pound. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a huge difference. No, that's, it's... That's just relatively a pound. Yeah, that that's a pound. Yeah, you got to be on the money, though. That's, that's cool. Yeah, and then you can also say, give me a pound. <laughs> and you just hand it, right? Oh, That's another oh, okay. form of no, money. Another dad joke. <laughs> another dad joke coming at you. <laughs> All right, so, so now I'm going to ask, like, you, what is... And I guess maybe it changes, but, like, what, what's your preferred material that a cornhole bag's made out of? Um, so it, it really depends on board condition. So you, you don't want to have just one set of bags that you throw um, because they're not going to necessarily work in every condition. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if it's you're playing outside and it's high humidity, the boards are going to be slower and stickier, so you're going to want a faster bag. Which would be this one I have in the right hand here. Yes, the Make It Rain series is a, is a faster bag. Okay. Um, and then if it's really fast, really hot and dry out, the boards are going to be really fast. Which would be my left hand here. Which would be more towards your left hand, yes. And you want, but you're going to want to keep, so, so the one I have in my hand is gray on one side and it's like that carpet type material you were talking yes. about. Yes, yep. And then on the other side, it feels like it's the same material as this one's made out <clears> of. <throat> it's very similar. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, most of them are either a cotton-based or a um, polyester-based weave, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and those actually do different things as well, the cotton-based versus the polyester. Oh my goodness! It's and so, so I, I get so into this deep. kind of stuff because I love like the um, niche, maybe like the niche things that you can get into. So with archery, I've gone down that whole thing, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And it's, it's a rabbit hole. For and, sure. and so like the types of veins and what your arrows are made out of, and what the the strength of the arrow is, and then your broadheads and your field tips and all sorts of different things you can get into. And I, I, I love it because you oh, can, yeah. you can always be um, the guy, this guy I listened to his podcast. Uh, he, he says, always be tinkering. 
And so you can always be kind of tinkering with your cornhole game, right? And trying oh, different things. Different throws. And so in a situation, I can see that, like, what, what I've noticed when I've, I haven't, like, watched a ton of professional cornhole, but they there's more of, like, when they're throwing most of the time, and again, it changes with the throws, but it, they, they put a spin on it. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, and it, it relatively stays almost <coughs> like, a, like a frisbee through the air. Um, kind of, yes. Yeah, it's it, the flatter the bag when it flies through the air and hits the board, mm-hmm. the more consistent you can be. Okay. And so with this, you could, you, with this one with the carpet on one side and the, you know, the cotton or synthetic on the, the other side, you, you could even choose, if you choose chose this bag, you could, based on the throw you wanted, you can choose which side's going to lay down. Absolutely. That's, that's the, one of the purposes of that flat bag is so you can decide, do I want to throw the fast side and try to sneak around a bag that's mm-hmm. already on the board? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to throw the sticky side and put a blocker up so they can't slide directly in the hole? They have to try right. and sneak around or push through mine or... So or what I'm assuming airmail is... Just straight through the hole, never touching the board. Yeah, just right. And that's like nothing but net, uh, right? Yeah. It's a swoosh. But there's oh, yeah. no but net. airmail. Airmail. Air yeah. So that was my assumption what that was called was was airmail. So you can airmail it as well. But Oh, yeah. Um, Oh my goodness, we could we could go a long ways with this here, but uh, so you you described a few different types of throws. Um, let's discuss that just a little bit. So we we covered airmail. I'm keeping this one, <laughs> not for the not forever, but just for now. Uh, Sell them to you. So um, so airmail is straight in. You're not yep, airmail is, is straight in. Um, you've got a push shot, which means there's a bag in front of the hole or somewhere near the hole. You throw your bag on the slick side behind it and push it up to the hole with that bag cool. okay um and you know that usually takes a little lower trajectory not as much arc because you want to get as much power behind it as you can mm-hmm. without overthrowing it and throwing it off the back of the board mm-hmm. um, so that's a push shot um with your airmail you also have what's called a drag shot so if you've got a bag that's hanging in the hole it's not quite in yet mm-hmm. you can throw an airmail and kind of catch the edge of that bag and drag it in with it. So mm-hmm. it's not quite pushing it. It's dragging it in. Yeah. I'm with you. So, okay. Um, there's a cut shot, which basically means you, instead of throwing the bag perfectly flat, you throw it with a little bit of an angle so that when it hits the board, it kind of kicks to one side or the other so you can go around a bag. Oh, oh. my goodness. Oh, that's yeah. something that's way out of my league. It takes to, a lot to of do, practice. But to get that um, practice, yeah. Sounds like a Jedi There's move. a wheel yeah. shot or a flop shot, which... If there's a bag sitting in front of the hole, you throw it, and basically it tumbles over the top of their bag and into the hole. So it's the it's the opponent's bag that's blocking the hole. Yes, and you're trying to not grab it. Yeah, you're trying to in. go go either over it or around it, and with that the flop shot or the roll shot, it kind of hits the board with the sticky side just before their bag with a lot of rotation and it causes it to kind of kick up a little and it basically climbs over their bag and then into the hole. Mm. And that's a very difficult shot. It, not a lot of people can do it consistently. And so in, in that situation, I would more than likely personally be going for an airmail um, and the best I could. Yes. And the, there's times to throw an airmail and there's times not to. Um, if you're, if they've got three bags off the board and you've got, and they've got one sitting in front of the hole, and you've already got two in. 
Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, an airmail, you, you, you can go for an airmail there because you're guaranteed points. Yep. But if it's tied, or if they, if they have one point because of that one bag sitting on the board, mm-hmm. sometimes your best bet is just to lay up right behind it with the sticky side, mm-hmm. call it a wash for the round, and start a new one. Right. Instead you know. of instead of getting theirs in the hole, possibly not getting yours, yep. and only And then theirs. they end up getting one or right. three, depending right. on whether you knock theirs in or not. Yeah. So there there is... High risk is high reward for just like most things. Yep. But mm-hmm. sometimes you got to, you know, check the ego a little bit and, and do the right thing. <laughs> Man. Some like Zen warrior stuff in this <laughs> cornhole. So so we're at... Rabbit hole. We're at an hour and 12. And if for those of you listening and just now looking at whatever player you're using to... Um, to check my math there. I'm, I'm correct. We're at an hour and 12 minutes and it's flown by. Yeah. And I, I really want to ask, you know, as we're talking about getting after it, I want to know, like, you woke up one day not managing a cornhole league, not every Wednesday getting people together and, and organizing all of this. How, how did we get to the next day you wake up and go, this is it? Yeah, I mean, you got um, stuff to do, man. Summer's like, I need your time too, man. And you got kids at home, or at least one kid at home, right? Uh, yeah, off and on. Off and on. Uh, you I know. mean, you got other stuff to do. <laughs> like, why are you volunteering all your time for this, for the community? Um, so it all started for me at the Black Eagle Country Club. Um, they had some really, really bad twisted T-boards that are super thin, and every bag you threw bounced a foot in the air, and... But I was I was halfway decent at it when I first played it there because that was the first time I had ever played cornhole. Mm-hmm. It was just outside at the Black Eagle Country Club. How long ago? Uh, it was about three and a half years ago. Okay. Um, and, you know, just kind of fell in love with it. I was like, this is a fun game. Because, mm-hmm. you know, getting a little bit older, you, I, I can't play softball anymore. My knees and my back won't let me. I can't. There's a lot of competitive things that I used to love to do. That I can't do anymore because my body just says, uh-uh. Well, and when we go back to the speed round, what you wanted to be when you grew up was was playing baseball. Absolutely. Right? And now, you know, this isn't baseball, but But it gets this those is definitely competitive that, that, juices yeah. going and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You found a way, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I started playing more cornhole every chance I got because I was like, I really like this game. And there was nothing in town other than the Black Eagle Country Club. Mm-hmm. Um. And they, they, you know, they had some awesome boards made by Roger Johnson, a local guy here in town. Um, but I started seeing it on TV, and I started seeing, like, this is really competitive. Mm-hmm. And it's everywhere. Why don't we have it here? Yeah. Um, you know, they have it in Billings. Um, Billings has Big Sky Cornhole. Okay. We have um, a few listeners in Billings. Yeah, they have Big Sky Cornhole. Great bunch of people over there. Um Treasure State Cornhole is Manchester, um, Belgrade, Bozeman area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's, you don't, in Montana, you don't measure stuff by miles. You measure it by time. Right. You know, when you're traveling anywhere. And, you know, it's almost two hours to Bozeman and it's three and a half hours to Billings. Right. I can't necessarily do that all the time. I, want, right. I wanted something here. Yeah. Um, so I went around and got some sponsors um, to help pay for the boards because they are the boards I have are tournament quality, same thing you see on TV, um, and they're expensive. They're like three hundred bucks a set of two. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
So I couldn't pay for that out of my pocket, but I wanted quality equipment if I was going to try and start this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went around and got some sponsors. I got uh, Silver Spur out in Vaughn, um, Turbo Auto Transport, and Rocky Mountain Registered Importers, who I worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Hill Country Club, the Pit Stop, the Classic 50s. Um, yeah, I think that's most of my sponsors there. Oh, Gusto Distributing. Can't forget Gusto. Yeah, Gusto. Um, yeah, they they dropped in some some cash to help me get get things started, um, which is good because I'm a Miller Light drinker, so Gusto works <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I got all this equipment, and I'm like, all right, I I really got to start getting after it and get this going. Yeah, um, you know, and it, it took me a while to be able to start an actual league. You know, we run tournaments all the time. And tournaments are great, but I wanted to run something that may bring a little bit of money into Throwdown Cornhole so that I can get more equipment and, you know, better equipment and just try to keep up with, hopefully, the demand of people wanting to play in leagues and tournaments. Right, because you, I mean, essentially you could, um, which sounds like you kind of have now, maybe not officially, but like kind of your own store to get people like bags and, and different things, right? Like if you said, you mentioned if somebody wanted to order bags or custom um, yeah, bags. Yeah, I, uh, I can order them through Native Cornhole um, and get them customized for you, you know, with your name on it or your favorite sports team or, you know, the name of your business. You know, if you want you want a set with your, your business name on them. Get after it, bags. You know, stuff yeah. like that. We can, yeah. you know, we can get just about anything you want on them. Like the bags I have here have my logo on them yeah. for Throwdown Cornhole. Which which looks like the um, MLB logo, but with Montana ish. Yes, it's 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 a great design. It's really good. I, yeah. I I actually didn't think that was like your logo. I thought maybe that was like the Montana Cornhole Association logo. Like it it's that looks really good. Yeah, yeah I kind of kind of took some ideas from other other logos that people have and kind of mushed them together. Yeah. Um, you know, because Montana is where I started playing the game. And there I love know. Montana. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great state, great people. And I want that part of my logo, you know. I want mm-hmm. I want to be part of that. Yeah. I like how your marketing makes sense, you know. <laughs> you Like you thought about it. You know, you so, just didn't uh, go to one of these clip art things. I was like, hey, maybe this one. <laughs> exactly what we did for Get After It. Uh, <laughs> if you look at the logo, like the the main logo for our our podcast, it it's uh, essentially just uh, uh, yeah, some clip art that we got uh, royalty free though. We, we we didn't take it from anybody, yeah. and uh, and so uh, I think I think we're gonna have to get down to kind of like the final question here. Um, and my, you may have something as well, but I've got one here, and it's one of my favorite questions to ask. Is uh, it so? You have a magic wand. What does cornhole look, you know, a year from now, five years from now in, in our area? Um, I would say probably running with partners because I can only be in one place at a time. Right. Um, but hopefully having some partners with me that we can run multiple locations if we need to for leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I want to run a a big tournament. Like there was the treasure state open in Bozeman 
a few weeks ago. Okay. Did you go down there for that? Um, yeah, I, I went down there. That was my first actual like big tournament that I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, played in the advanced division, um, which is the top top division they had there, and uh, ended up taking fourth out of thirty eight. Ooh, nice um, work. You know, I a few lucky bags here and there. You know, yeah. just like anything else. Yeah. Um, you know, I I play pretty decent, and there were some real real good throwers there. Mm. Um, made me realize how much I need to step my game up. Yeah. Um, you know, more practice. And, yeah. You know, stuff like that. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to hold a big, big tournament, you know, with 60, 80 teams playing doubles in three or four divisions and, you know, just big. I want, I want it to grow. I want to be like some of these other places on the East coast that they have cornhole every night of the week and they have, 60 80 people that show up every night and it's not all the same people mm-hmm. right and so so you 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 can see a time when this could be like your full-time job um i would say more of a secondary mm-hmm. um you know kind of like having a part-time job right um i i don't think yet or in the near future it'll be something that i could just do mm-hmm. just this um but that's why i want to get you know, some trusted people as partners to to help me with it so that I can be doing other things as well. Gotcha. Nice. Looking for partners, looking for sponsors, as always. I got as a question. Um, what were you doing up in Haver? What's, what sort of thing was happening? Oh, we had the uh, Beaver Creek Jam was up there. Um, they had concerts. Um, Warrant was there. And uh, Hell's Bells. Oh, yeah. um, Southern satellites and there, there was a, some quite a few Montana bands were up there. Um, but during that, all those concerts and stuff, they ran cornhole tournaments. Ah, so it's like an all day sort of music festival up in Haver. Uh, yeah, kind of. And it was a uh, Friday night and Saturday. Okay. Um, and, uh, Ken Erickson, the guy who actually put that on up there, um, had contacted me about running some cornhole tournaments. Um, because he wanted to do it as fundraisers and stuff like that. Right. Um, so I, you know, I gave him information and shared with him the Scoreholio app, and he downloaded that. And, oh, yeah. Um, then I was able to get off work, so I went up there and helped him run it. Okay. Um, do the setup, do the running and stuff like that. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't quite as big as we were hoping it was going to be, mm-hmm. um, because we had 32 sets of boards. Whoa. Um, we only ended up setting up 18, and we only ended up using about, 12 of them okay um but we're hoping to do it each year and make it a little bigger a little bigger um yeah. you know just because there was a quite a bit of added money um to these tournaments from so, sponsors from and, sponsors yeah. and you know stuff like that um and the fundraising event there was for uh veterans memorial campground that they're trying to build okay um so we took part of the proceeds from the cornhole tournaments and put it in the the donation bucket basically well cool um you know just trying to trying to raise as much as we can you know in anything veterans kind of melts me because you know i'm a vet you're a vet you know yeah, it's yeah. just it's i'm a vet you're, you're a, vet. a vet we're all vets <laughs> yeah that's cool we're all vet. and so you got yourself a veteran owned um cornhole business slash league looking for sponsors looking for partners to help out Looking for 
participants. Participants is the biggest one. So right, sp- because the word, like, man. eventually a partner comes out of a participant. Yeah. Right? Yes. You know, go there and just, like, if you're out there and you're like, oh, man, I don't want to commit to being a partner. Well, <laughs> then don't. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> just like, like Wednesday night, Black Eagle Country Club, uh, for all of our listeners that aren't in Great Falls, fly here. And on Wednesday night, get here. Black Eagle Country Club. <laughs> you can come play cornhole. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little bit more pricey for those living in Great Falls. It's five bucks. It's not bad. And and it's matched that's by the bar. Yep. That's uh, super cool. So and is it money. top three paid out then, or is it just top one? Oh, uh, it's top three. Well, top three paid yep, out. We usually, typically, we do um, the winning team gets 50% of the pot, the second place team gets 30%. Third place game team gets twenty percent. Hmm. Gotcha. Have so, you thought about bringing this on base? You know, getting a hold of the recreation um, office or whatever that is, the business office. Yeah, I've 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 talked about it a little bit. Um, haven't really gone out there and pushed it. Yeah. Um, you know, it. I'd like to do it out on base, but at that point, it's only base people. That yeah, can you, do you, it. you you you'd have, that'd have to be like one of once you get more locations it'd have to be yes, like one of the you locations. You know, that kind of excludes my a lot of my normal players. I kind of want to lure them off have, base somehow, that, you know. That, Give you them know, a taste kinda, somehow and then go off, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Cornhole should be enough. It Cor- should be. just tell them cornhole and be. they will come. Because because to be honest, like until Joe said, "Hey, this is who we're having on the podcast." I had no idea this was going on. And yeah. I, I kind of live in a hole anyway. I don't, <laughs> I don't know much. And so that's not like a dig to like any kind of, you know, uh, advertising or, or getting the word out that you've done. It's just mainly a dig on me. But uh, pay, pay I'm, 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 I'm pretty excited <laughs> now to even know that this is a thing. That's cool. And like kind of want to just like maybe you bring your wife. I'll bring my wife. We'll go up on a, a Sunday night and see what we can do. And a Sunday night, it's not a Black Eagle. It's at... The Eagles Lounge. Eagles Lounge. Where's that at? Um, that at? It is in the same building as the Eagles Manor uh, Assisted Living. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just on the backside. Is that, yep. on, is that on Ninth Street? Yes, it's uh, in like something north. Yeah, it's on the other side of Tenth, Thirteenth North or Fourteenth North. It'd be South. Oh, you're right, South, yes. South. Yeah. yeah, yeah, South. Yeah, it's like nine oh one. It's where the old VA medical clinic used to be. Yes. So if you turn on the the little dead end road between the VA medical clinic, the old one, and the Eagles Manor, it takes you right to the back. And there's right. a little parking lot back yep, there. Yep. There's a parking okay, lot back there. And yep. Set of double doors and. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that's that's the Sunday night league, and I don't think yeah, the podcast might be out, and you just have to like this Sunday. We'll try get to, over we'll there. try to get it out on the Instagram or something. Maybe yeah. like a shout out if you got a flyer or something like that. Maybe we could uh, share a picture with us and we'll try to get it on our Instagram just to get the word out. Mm-hmm. Saying, hey man, you're going to hear about this, but you know, you need to get there before well, you hear about and it. And as we're still growing our Instagram, maybe you and I would share on our personal, <laughs> the personal, personal pages. Too. That might get the word out <laughs> a little bit better. Yeah. So on that note, follow us on Instagram. Stop, yeah, stop not following us on Instagram. And uh, we are team follow back. There was one one person that started following us, and due to the political nature of the name of of your Instagram, I decided not to follow you back because not that I don't think that your cause is great. I don't want to pick sides in that cause on behalf of the podcast. Yeah. And so Yet. we weren't team follow back there, but you can come on the podcast and talk about things if you'd like. So just reach out to us if you'd like to do that and we'll, we'll talk to you. But uh, let's, let's get back. Let's get back. Um, 
best way, social media, email, text, whatever information you want to give out. Like if somebody has a question, um, you know, they're, they're riding in their car right now. They, the only thing they can do is remember an Instagram handle or something like what, where are they going? Uh, so if you want to email, it's throwdowncornhole at gmail.com. All one word. All one word. Very simple. Mm-hmm. If you can remember, it's throw it on cornhole. Just throw G- at Gmail. At Gmail. At Gmail. Um, the best way is through Facebook. Okay. Um, just look up Throwdown Cornhole. Again, all one word for Throwdown um, and then Cornhole, and it should pop up. Um, you can direct message me through there. I'm the administrator of the page. And is your profile picture <coughs> this logo here? Um, it's that logo on a green and black kind of lightning background. So you'll see a Montana State with a figure in it. Montana State is red and blue, and then you'll, in the background you'll see, what was it again, black? Uh, black and with, like, green lightning like kind of. Green like lightning. Lime green type. Cool. Gotcha. And so that's when you know you'll be at the th- the official Throwdown Cornhole, and that's where they're going to get the best, most up-to-date information. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I, I post everything on there on the Facebook page. Okay. Um, every tournament we're doing, the leagues – I post results for the uh, the who won, who took first, second, and third um, for each tournament that we run. I post pictures and so so for all of you listening, even if you can't remember that, just uh, click on the show notes and open them up, and down at the bottom it'll 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 tell you like find find Throwdown on Facebook. Click that link; it'll take you right there. And and so just we're making it as simple as possible. Absolutely. All right, y'all. I just joined. Show it. notes. Click the link. Joe's already there. I'm already there. So Joe's already see. done it. What are you waiting on? <laughs> you'll see that I'm already a, 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 a common a member, a common member, and a com- of your, one of your friends that already has 189 public members. Ooh, mm. a few in the proud. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we have 24 followers on Instagram at the point of recording. So. Dang, maybe we need help getting our word out. Yeah, so on his Facebook page, <laughs> yeah. yeah. on my Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. So that we Let's reverse, be real. reverse there. We have more listeners than we do followers. So let's be real. So all you listeners, get out there, throw down cornhole on Facebook. Man, I've really enjoyed this talk. This is going to be officially our longest podcast. That's Bam. awesome. Bam, because it was so good. We were throwing it down and getting after it. Hell yeah, gotta get after it. I was, I was like catching airmail or sending it or something and, <laughs> and i think if i got two airmails in a row i think i'm gonna call it a robin hood <laughs> <laughs> right right you definitely can you, you can you can call it whatever you want See, yep. as long just, as you hit them you can talk you i just want to be a trash. trendsetter you know yeah. <laughs> you could make your own design your own cornhole gloves whoa oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a gauntlet <laughs> like, like like a pull, Thanos gauntlet like pull it on it comes all the way down to my elbow it's yeah. all leathery and awesome yeah man yeah some chain mail some spikes <laughs> i'm thinking that i what i would want to do is get some old bowling shoes but change the tread on them to be better for cornhole because like bowling shoes you'd have no tread you'd be slipping all over the place but make some better tread on them i'd really want to wear like bowling shoes and um a jersey and like i think i would i would look pretty pretty hot oh yeah and all i can think about is making uh like a cornhole bag out of like elk hide 
Ooh. You know, with the fuzzy stuff still on the fur. So you just, <laughs> did you just, did you just call it fuzzy stuff? Fuzzy stuff. Is that the worst thing to refer to fur? <laughs> Sorry. And, and I think it might even be hair <coughs> on an elk. It might even be hair on an elk. Because I think fur would be on like a fur bear, like a beaver or a, a muskrat or a mink. Just um, have some mink yeah. cornhole and So I think it's deer, hair, elk, <laughs> just, hair. Just call it a pelt and you're good to go. <laughs> Ooh, mm. just a, just made from like high end pelts, you mm. know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kind of covers the gambit of I, everything. I don't know why I'm trying to like become a cornhole like pimp character. You know, <laughs> I'm just wearing a big, but big I, hat and the glasses. But it's and, part. <laughs> I think it's part of the culture, right? Like you, you, you get into it and you get your own. I'm I'm digging all of these bags here. The right. Bitcoin bag, the uh, Make It Rain bag, the crypto. What is this one? Eight Nafu Snafu Snafu. Oh. oh, I thought that was an eight Snafu. It's, so those are the bags that I make, um, and oh. I use. I'm starting with uh, military acronyms. Love it. Um, so that material you're touching right there that you're making the face about. Yeah, is that wolf's hound? Is that hound's tooth? <laughs> <laughs> um, I call it my couch material because it feels <laughs> that, like grandma's so couch. I was totally thinking that it's an '80s couch. It feels like grandma's couch. Remember the green chair that's in my garage? Yeah, that same material. Ah, perfect. Which yeah, was scratchy when you sat in it in your grandma's house. This is not scratchy. Oh, this is nice. This is like <laughs> a baby's bottom. I'd sit naked on this. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> visual. Yeah, that, visual. that was a bad visual. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm doing uh, military acronyms, being a vet. Um, okay. Snafu, situation normal, all fouled up. Mm. Keeping it I, I appreciate we not and not have to go in and uh, edit yep. and put the beep. Yeah, um, because there's no okay. in-between with that bag. It is really fast on one side and really slow on the other. It's kind of yeah. like hurry up and wait. Yeah. Military. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Um, another one's going to be Dillagaff. I don't know that one. Do I look like I give a... Oh. Hmm. All right. Yeah. You've got to... Okay. Um, when we're thinking of acronyms, one of my favorite acronyms... Uh, so it takes a long time to learn what this one is when you're in the... Or at least for me, it took a long time to know what a, a blue falcon was okay <laughs> but it's it, it it should be called a bravo foxtrot bravo Fox and it's just exactly. the initials of what they're trying to yes. say yes which all anytime you see an f in a military acronym it's the same word that's yes. the word you that's the right. one you're thinking uh, and so this is this so uh, essentially a blue falcon is someone you didn't want on your team because they typically do things that that mess things up or they tattle they're very selfish you would yeah. say yeah they would <coughs> and so i'm thinking like they would foil you and your yeah. Plans. And so, like having the, I want the the first set of Blue Falcon bags. I want oh, the Blue Falcon, Blue Falcon with the Get After It logo on it. And the point of that is to like, it's going to be the best bag at knocking the opponent's bags out of the way <laughs> because it's just a Blue Falcon. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> I I really love the military acronyms too. That's uh, great. You know, yeah, it's cool. just you know, it's something. The Air Force, especially. All about their acronyms. Like they have acronyms for acronyms. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. so you know they they've always been a part of me for my 15 years active duty. There was just acronyms everywhere. So I just kind of wanted to, you know, play into that a little bit. Well, and I always feel bad because I've been out for so long now. I got out in 2007, mm. and so I've been out for so long. Like there's things that you you kind of end up forgetting. Yeah, you know, and until someone. 
like now that you're recalling, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, now I'm getting all these. I know all what these. these are, yeah. And there's other things that, like, the effective range of a saw, you know, I can still remember some of that. Like, um, so there's weird things that yeah. stay in your brain. I can still do the phonetic alphabet, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Alpha, Bravo, I use it daily. Charlie. Yeah, I, I, so anytime you're, like, trying to give a credit card number or, like, your address or spelling your last name over the phone, yeah, I just immediately go to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, be as in Bravo. You know, and Romeo, yeah. Yankee, mm-hmm. Oscar, November, and so um, oh, I love it. Okay, we we've got to we've got to we've got to come to an end. <laughs> what else do we need to cover? Is there anything else? No, I think you know if we bring anything else up, we're going to be going down another rabbit cornhole. <laughs> we, we yeah, will, we will go down a rabbit cornhole. <laughs> so I think we're going to have to. We're just going to have to have him back on. That's right. And is there anything on your page that you were missing that one um, you wanted to bring up? Not really. Most of it we we covered. Covered all the much good stuff. Most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's that's most of it. Um, the last thing that I really want to say is, if you're listening to this podcast right now, tell your friends. Mm, yeah. Get them to listen. They're yeah. going to love it. Yeah. I started listening to it because I knew I know Joe. Us. It's talking about us. Talking about oh, us. absolutely. <laughs> I know Joe, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. You know, we'll see what, listen to the first one. As soon as I heard the intro one, you guys talking about what you want to do. Yeah. I messaged Joe. I'm like, hey, I'm listening to your podcast right now. It's I want to be on it. It's true. Yeah. It's know, sweet. Because I like what you guys are, are getting after. Yeah. You know, getting after it. You, you want to talk about everything, not just one specific thing. Yeah, we we it, it's it's actually highly advised not to not have a niche, right? Like you yeah. should be talking to you know. And so if I had done a podcast without Joe, I'd be talking about fitness and hunting, and that'd be pretty much it. And there's lots of podcasts out there doing that. And if Joe had done one, maybe music and um, music gear, really. Honestly. Yeah, and yeah, and, <laughs> and instruments and different things like that. And uh, I think you really have a heart for local. Right, like really getting local, yeah. and I'm more like like big, you know. And and I've really gained this new appreciation and love for you know local things. And so, yeah, I I appreciate your your words there. I it's 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 hard to to know. Joe and I like talking to each other. We like what we've been talking about. It's hard to know if you're not Joe and Brian, like. Oh, do people actually like enjoy this? And so it's nice to hear that. It's nice to yeah, hear that. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Um, I like the non-scripted. It 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 works out nicely because you get to hear a lot of things that if you go by a script, you wouldn't necessarily get to at all. Right. You know, because sometimes it goes off the rails, and that's the fun part. <laughs> yeah. That's you interesting. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, we want to. We really appreciate you coming on the show, absolutely. Sean, Mr. Sean Welty, and uh, we appreciate uh, anyone out there looking up throwdowncornhole.com uh, or at gmail if you want to shout give it give a shout to sean and ask him a few questions and say hey how do i how do i get get started in this or give us a shout and we'll, we'll get you into contact with sean easy no no worries for sure and uh, he's done enough promoting for us and you guys know you guys yeah. know like find us on instagram we appreciate it the re, uh sharing is caring writing a review is caring even more yeah five star review five star we did get a four star I didn't share that with anybody. <laughs> and they, they, it, it's the, uh, it takes a while through Apple iTunes for the reviews. If somebody writes one for it to actually come through where I can see it. Mm-hmm. And so we've gotten seven, eight, nine reviews, something like that. But, um, there's my review that I wrote, 
with my five star and then our only four star review <laughs> they wrote only positive it's just like a sentence i can't wait to see where this podcast is going you know something like that but it was a four star review they so misclicked like, dang apple it. you need to pull that back yeah it's, it's supposed to be a five star yeah and so if, if you if you did that can you just just go back and do another review see if it overwrites <laughs> it or something but I, I i thought about it for a long time because at first it was depressing i saw it and i'm like come on you know, you we're only a few reviews in and you're already destroying our perfect five-star record. You know what? That's us, though. Yeah, that's us. Like, it's just us. Mm-hmm. And so anymore, if you're going to give a one-star review, let's leave it. Let's leave it. Let's that's leave fine. it. Like, like, give your one-star review. We were telling you before, just give us a five-star. If you don't want to give a five-star, have an ice cream on you. <laughs> now, <laughs> now also have the ice cream, but you can give us whatever star, whatever That's stars cool. you want, whatever's fair, whatever stars you want. If you're taking the time out to to write a review and you don't like us, let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it, and we still love you. We could use the constructive criticism. Yep. I mean, Melanie gave me some good pointers. You know, with that question, even I was like, "Man, you're right. Right, it was right there in front of me. Right, how, how interesting is it to know about how you grew up and what you ate? You know, <laughs> you get to figure out." And it ties in so perfect with the question before that's about music as you grew up, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of it is about like, how did you grow up and how are you now? And so I really love the way the food ties into that because food is everything. I really like the people that kind of get to do the thing they wanted to do as a little kid too. That's my favorite. Well, and I love the <laughs> yeah. connection at the end that we got with you, right? Absolutely. That like we're in this cornhole thing now because it kind of ties into what you wanted to be when you grew up. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of the same with everyone. They're, they're somewhat near what that desire was when they're a kid. Yeah. And that's totally cool. Yeah. Totally yeah. cool. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love you. I've been I've been Joe. I've been Brian. And we were going to get after it next time. You uh, get after whatever it is, whatever it is for you. We'll see you next time. See you Thursday. <laughs> totally the wrong one. That's not the right <laughs> one at all. I'm going to do the right one. Let's get the right one. That should be it. Yeah, that's what it says. Let me go to that one. Went the wrong one. <laughs> we're going to close out. It's going to happen. There it is. There it is. All right. <laughs> Get after podcast. Where we make no mistakes. No mistakes in this episode, which I love. Number nine. Feeling fine. You clicked it on and off. How did I do that? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think this is the episode you coughed the least at, though. I was self conscious. <laughs> you did a good job. I tried to keep them in. Yeah. I've I've liked this podcast. Good thing I had water though. Mm-hmm.